want to. This week on Erotic Awakening, filter off, sexy review, and kink in the stars. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast, as well as workshops by Dan and Dawn, are offered free of charge to our community. Because of the expenses involved... Why are you laughing at my radio voice? (laughs) Because of the expenses involved, we're grateful to those that support us through Patreon and donations. Awesome people like Minotaurus who re-supported us. And Deidre, so the same. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Thank you, guys. So... That is pretty amazing. Um, you know, it's it's things like that that um, keep us going. You know, Absolutely. there's there's sometimes that that we're a little tired and we don't want to do things and we don't want to do things in general. <laughs> so <laughs> so things like that show us that we're appreciated yep. and um, absolutely absolutely appreciated. Also um, appreciated one of the things that keeps us going, which really doesn't keep us going. What's is- that? The free sex stuff. Oh, yeah. Which is weird. We'll talk about it's that in a minute. It's just a, yeah. Later uh, in the podcast, we're going to be speaking with the creator and founder of Filter Off, an online dating app. Also, online speed dating speed app. Speed dating app. Yeah, yes. that was really interesting. Interesting Which conversation. Absolutely works for polyamory or uh, some of the other bizarre examples that I came up with. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like I think something about vegan... What? Uh, peggers. You know what? That's sounding familiar. That's what happens. We might have to look at that again. I'm looking to date again, and speed dating could be a way to go. Uh, uh, I was thinking about a... um, Because you can create... Using Filter Off, you can create a speed dating event for any type of people. Mm -hmm. We could have it for EA podcast listeners. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. We've got a lot of listeners, so that would be awesome. Before we get there, uh, Don, I just noticed on my Windows PC, which I'm not a big fan of, but the Windows <laughs> Defender antivirus popped up. You know what that means? Do we have a bug? <clears throat> no, it means <laughs> nothing. But it does lead to a segue of guess what I'm doing tomorrow. What are you doing tomorrow? Getting my second oh, COVID shot. You are lucky duck. So, so lucky duck in a way, but you. You did take off the day after, right? Did Just not. in case did you not. did not. Oh, that'll be interesting. Though not everybody has reactions. Here's my thinking. Yes. Work from home. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be sick as a dog, might as well get paid for it. Well, that is true. I can. I'll take care of you. I'll bring you blankets and soup and. You say that like you're being facetious, but you're not. I'm not. I would absolutely <laughs> are, do that. You are going to do all those things. I wasn't being facetious. I was <clears> being. I take care of you. But before we get into that interview <laughs> with Filter Off and find out all about that, um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, the fine people at Promiscent, is that how you would say that word? Yes. From Promiscent.com wrote and said, hey, we want to be your new sponsor. And we said, hey, no thank you. We have Patreons instead of sponsors. And they said, hey, how about we send you a bunch of sex stuff? And we said, well, fuck yeah. <laughs> of course. So every, every once in a while we get lucky and yeah, you know, somebody will send us something to review. And then the nice thing is um, we don't really have to, we have no, we have no dog in this. We have race. no dog in this and our supporters um, <laughs> don't, 
hear about the stuff that's really, really bad. <laughs> did we ever, I don't think we ever did no. a show on that one thing. The uh, tongue condom? Yeah. No, I don't know that we did. <laughs> that was years ago. We were still in the apartment before the house. Uh-huh. So six, seven, eight years ago. <laughs> it was not a great product. No. Um, so, but they did send us, so they sent us all kinds of lubes and mm-hmm. uh, a variety of pills that not do. pills, so, supplements. Supplements that yes. are supposed to do a variety of things. Um, and they sent us some of the stay hard long, or delay spray. Delay spray. So the idea. That's a we, neat name for it. I don't think it's original. I think that's what it's literally called. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think the the idea of it is, it's simple as this. You take the delay spray and you spray it on your penis and it will, by numbing the most sensitive parts of your penis, you can last longer when you have intercourse. That's a good idea, I guess. You Yes, you seem a little I, unconvinced. My, my thing is, is that... I get why people want to use delay spray, right? Mm-hmm. So, because everyone thinks sex should last longer, but that's not my thought on it. You know what I mean? I'm okay with a quickie. Yep. I'm okay with something that's passionate. You know, if it's, if it's, I'm not on board with the whole idea of thinking about baseball while you're fucking so that you last longer. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the energetic connection than it to physically last longer. Yeah, if you're looking for sex to be more than a physical. Yeah, which I am. Right. So, yeah, so delay spray, like I said, I can understand the using of it. And maybe it helps someone's ego. It would have to help the men's ego because my ego gets a stroke when things happen out of control. But (laughs) don't underestimate the, the value and the ego attached to mm-hmm. uh, the, I mean, so I, as a male, yes. was taught two things. First off, when you masturbate, you should do it quietly and quickly so no one catches you. Oh, we're taught that as, well, as girls. We're taught not to touch ourselves. Well, if you are going to, yes, absolutely be quiet. I go was, ahead. I, I ignored <laughs> that lesson about not right. touching myself. Um, instead, mine was more of the... Are you still in there? How long are you going to be in there? Um, I did mine at night. <laughs> the flip side is then you are, it's shoved down your throat and mainly Wait. by. <laughs> that was unintended. I just saw the look on your face. Uh, Susan came out to me loud mouth. So you're taught by, mainly by porn, that you should be able to last far more than the average uh, whatever the amount out of 5.2 minutes, whatever the average amount of time a male is supposed to last. Right. Uh, so there is some, some mixed messages and some pressure as a male bodied person that, you know, the society teaches you. And not to mention, there are plenty of, regardless of your personal preference, female identifying people who like long lasting sex for penises that stay long lasting for a lot of fucking before the explosions. Hmm. Is that true? I'd like to hear from people that that's true for. Well, Maybe I am the minority, but I'm okay with that too. If how, many, how many times have, okay, I've sat with other people watching porn 
How many times do we fast forward against the boring in and out and in and out and in and out and in and out or the long blowjob? At Bad Porn and Brownies, we would all fast forward past that stuff and play Benny Hill music to it because it was... <laughs> yeah, but I don't know that Bad Porn and Brownies is a good example of how people consume porn. I mean, how long can you watch uh, South Park parody porn <laughs> Before you're like, eh, we get it. Let's fast forward to where Kenny dies. Um, so I get it. There is ego attached to it and stuff like that. Not I'm just not ego. To- I'm not just, but I'm, that's the point that I'm getting to. It's not just ego. It is also, um, there are people that enjoy the fact that having a, their male-bodied person last longer than they last. Okay. So <laughs> you're convinced, but I think that is the truth. I it probably is the truth. I'm a minority, and like I said, I'm okay with that. So I'm more into the energy and the the connection than I am the. And you know what? And it's funny because I have told guys over time, guys that I've been with, mm-hmm. that time doesn't matter, uh, fucking doesn't matter, mm-hmm. that there are so many other things that we could be doing, mm-hmm. and they take that as a challenge. That's true. And it becomes so boring. <laughs> so as Dawn said, podcast listeners, feel free to write in and tell us what your opinion is. But even Did, if you don't want to, to write in because you're afraid Dawn's going to judge you because you're no. like, I would like some of this last long spray. What no. do you call it? You had a good name for it. Delay spray. Delay spray. I will yeah. say that the delay spray from Promiscent, that's promiscent.com. Um, we tried that last, was it last night? Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Mm-hmm. And I will say it was effective as advertised. Effective it as advertised, numbed yeah. the areas that were supposed to be numbed to increase. Now, it numbed the areas that were supposed to numb. Mm-hmm. Did it actually increase lasting time? Well, yes. Yeah. But not by desi- the way it's designed to work. Perhaps I overused the <laughs> the uh, numbing spray because I was so numb that I kind of lost my boner before we consummated the act. Mm, that's okay. You took care of that. We took we <laughs> used alternative methodologies. Absolutely. Which was pretty fucking hot. I agree. So yeah, and you know what? I kind of expected that I that some of that would rub off on me. Mm-hmm. And that I would numb out too, but I don't remember feeling anything different. No, there are some instructions you have to. The the I think the the key is you spray it on ten minutes before the intercourse. Oh. So while you were down letting the dog out, I was letting. It, Who let the dogs? I was letting the dog in. Is what I was going to say. Oh. I don't even know what that means. Look at our dog. My God, I. She's sleeping. She's so sleepy after Ginger. her long day of being a dog. Yeah, she's not even looking at us. She's used to us talking about her. No, but she's got a little tail waggle going. <laughs> All right. Uh, beyond that, uh, we are going to have a few other random things you want to mention. Um, probably your date. My date? Well, your dates. My dates? Well, upcoming podcast dates. Oh, I thought you meant like poly dates. <laughs> I'm like, what the? Oh, you know what, though, we should mention? Someone mentioned to us a new dating app. It is the coolest thing. I need to go finish. I need to go finish filling mine out because it seems so much fun. What's it called? It's called um, Tune something. Tell people about it while I look it up. So Dan's going to look it up. I don't think Tune is in the title of it. Um, 
you might be able to look in in my email and I'll have something there. But um, somebody mentioned to us a new dating app because I was out there going, all right, people, I need I need new apps to, to try because I'm not finding anybody. This isn't how we got this app at all. No? Well, someone mentioned it. All right, well, you can How going. did you get it? How did... I got it because I said, you know, it would be awesome. Oh, that right. You did start that whole thing. <laughs> so you said it would be awesome if you could find people to date based on the music that you like. Yeah, because I was just digging out on a, uh, a specific Peter Gabriel song called Signal to Noise, if you guys know Peter Gabriel. Uh, and I was just digging it. And I was like, man, this is so impactful. What I need is somebody who would like to... Um, um, digs this kind of music. That's who I want to date. It's just mm-hmm. somebody who digs the same music I do. And a friend of ours um, pointed out that there is an app like that, and it's called Taste Buds. So we, we should probably do a whole show on that at some point, but I don't know if it's enough content for a whole show. But um, on Taste Buds, you fill out your profile, and you have to list five musicians that you like so they can start matching you with people. Yep. So it was neat because I got an email this morning from Taste Buds that said, hey, Dawn, you match with these five people because of the music that you selected. They have matching music. And I looked and there was one person that was Queen, another person that was Peter Gabriel. No, I don't think it was any Peter Gabriels. It was mostly David Bowie and Queen and Metallica. And then I get down to the last one and it's like, quick note, by the way, I'm polyamorous and I like Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, this is perfect. And then I looked over and it was you. So (laughs) at least we're still a match. We are still a match. (laughs) Yes. Um, So really interesting, really interesting little app. And unlike many of the apps that we've reviewed, um, there's people (laughs) in Columbus Oh, nice. Oh, and you would think as big as Columbus is, but yeah, we've been on a lot of poly boards that um, there's nobody in Columbus there, or it's people that we already know that, you know, that we're just good friends with. But um, man, my music's going to be weird though, because I started looking on my Spotify road trip list Mm -hmm. and I've got everything from Hank Williams, because I know songs from a long time ago, to um, Dr. Demento stuff to Casey and the Sunshine Band, <laughs> to Leif Garrett. I mean, just, you know, all the stuff that I know words to from across my life. Mm-hmm. That's what a road trip, my road trip list is. So, cool. Yeah, so that's uh, tastebuds.fm. Make yourself a profile and let's see if we match. Oh, that would be awesome. All right. Cool. All right. So, date. That's what we see. I was that's, thinking you were talking poly dates. You were talking Zoom dates. Completely date. sidebar there. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I've been in the mood to, like I said, start dating again. So, my second shot's coming up soon. So, um, for dates, I don't have any that we're going to mention today. We are going to be doing a kinky book club tonight yep. where people will be asking us questions on the polyamory toolkit, I believe. And um, we've got a whole lot more stuff. We are Zooming in April, and I'm getting ready to add a few more um, evening classes. So um, if you want to know what they are, you can sign up for the newsletter. Check us out on FetLife. Mm -hmm. I'm Dan Zarani. Or you can find out under Dan and Dawn. And that will have when our live podcast is, when our Zoom calls are, when we're teaching for other groups across the country. I think we have tests coming up this month. So different things like that. So FetLife, our website, newsletter. So speaking of newsletter, we have a lot more subscribers. Like Stacy in California. And Jessica in Ohio. And Brian in Washington. James in Ohio. Katie, Kate, wow. 
Is Kate? that Kate or Katie? Let's call it Katie in California. Okay. And Beth in New York. So head over to eroticawakening.com and find the Get Your EA shout out. And the f- corrected Discord link is there as well. Oh, nice. Oh, please sign up on Discord. That's actually been a lot of fun. That- and you get to see our tentacle pictures and our food on boob pictures that people put there. It's been really neat to see um, having, you know, we've always talked about having some kind of a message board where people could interact. Discord and is actually working out. We've people tried Kick, it. and there's a, still a little bit of action on Kick, but Discord seems to be where it's at. Yep. We did get an email from someone who says, uh, Dan and Dawn, I need your help. Mm-hmm. So, uh, astrologer... Garth, Garth Astro. Garth Astro is looking for people to be featured in his Instagram series, The Anthology. Astrology of kink. So astrology encompasses all of who we are, including our sexual proclivities. Oh, Bat used to say this word a lot. Proclivities and kinks. In the series, he analyzes charts to locate how a person's kink originates from the astrological pattern in their natal chart. If you are digging that and you're digging the astrology and you want to be featured is his Astrology of Kink series... You should contact this person. What name did you say? Garth Astro? Garth, it should be Garth, Ost- Garth Astro at GarthAstro.com. So G-A-R-T-H-A-S-T-R-O. Well, there you go. We'll have it in the show notes, maybe. Uh, you used to dig the astrology, I think. I really did. And I actually have my birth chart, my natal chart, um, in my paperwork somewhere that I haven't scanned yet. It's in my tub of scannables. So, interesting, but it's been a very long time ago. Oh, my gosh. The person that did my chart was the person I was going to try to be poly with, and they were pagan. So, it was the first pagans I ever met in real life when I was still back with the ex-husband. They were poly and pagan. And she did my chart. Sorry. I'm trying to remember who it is. Um, You would have met them at the Fly-By-Night bookstore when we were meeting there for Poly Columbus. And I can't remember their names. It was a couple that ended up moving uh, to Texas. I have a vague recollection. Yeah. Yep. All yep. right. Cool. Uh, beyond that, going to find out about Filter off the video dating app. Although, uh, you should mention you got some tentacles again. I did through Discord. So, Minotaurus sent a, um, like a logo, a Batman logo. Oh, yeah. But it was that, Batman, Batman Cthulhu. Cthulhu. That was pretty <laughs> That cool. was really cool. Yeah. And then Tentacle Dildos by Peachy. She sent me to uh, an Etsy store. Etsy store. Yeah. And then you sent me a tattoo of a dude with yes. tentacles. And it was like wrapped around his face. It was a tattoo picture. So we were talking about taste buds earlier, talking about music. Mm-hmm. This uh, picture is from the Court of the Crimson King Oh, album. I knew you were going to say that for some reason. Uh, because I own that shirt with that same... Um, but not with the tentacles wrapped around no, it. No, so it was the same, <laughs> the same face, the scared mm-hmm. face, if you're really digging the King Crimson, but the tentacles were coming at the face, so that... That was really cool. Really neat tat. It was. <laughs> so, Dawn, as we've been talking about lately, with our latest book, we ended up reviewing a lot of the... Dating sites, the OkCupid okay and some Open, of the less known ones. Yeah, some of the less known ones, but they all have something in common: is that they are stagnant. They, there's no, you know, 
you really don't get a feel for the person. You get a feel for how they write about and themselves. The, and they're pretty much swipe apps. Yes. So, If only there was some kind of a, a, a speed dating app that had this video config components as well. Ooh, that would be awesome. It is awesome. Like a speed dating thing? Uh, like Filter <laughs> Off, which is a app. Then we are fortunate to have the co-founder and CEO of Filter Off, Zach, with us on the podcast tonight. First off, Zach, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much, Dan, Don, for having me. So that hackneyed sort of opening that I just gave us is to reflect something that I haven't seen before. You have a video speed dating app. Tell us about that. That's, yeah, that's correct. Um, it's called Filter Off. It's a video speed dating app. It's available on iOS, Android, and the web, and we offer virtual speed dating events. So an event can be a local event, like in your city, uh, LA, New York, Miami, and we're also all around the world, or it can be a community-based event. A community-based event could be a vegan singles night or even a kink event. So it's really for a community that's uh, for them to meet uh, their members and uh, create love. Very cool. So, on, for example, on FetLife, one of the most popular groups out there is Vegan Kingsters. That, that's a lie, unfortunately, <laughs> but, but let's say it was, right? Yeah. And that kind of group obviously would bring in a lot of similar people with similar interests that are probably interested in dating similar interest people. So you're saying you could, even with a group that specific or that, um, well, that specific, that they could use your app to create a speed dating event for that community? Yeah. So if you're an organizer, um, you could either, uh, well, as a user, you could join a public event, like a local one, or you could create your own. So if you do have, let's say, a vegan kink sort of community, and you have a lot of members, maybe you have a Facebook group, or maybe you have some cloud on FetLife, you could actually create your own event, share it with your members, they install the app, they attend, and they virtual speed date with one another. And then after each speed date, it'll ask you whether you like each other or not. At the end of the event, you'll see who you got matched with. And then with your matches, you can message them or video call them all on the filter off app. This sounds like an amazing app to be used during the pandemic. Because like I had mentioned to you before we started recording at the space, you know, we used to have speed dating events and they were very well attended. So, but the space isn't going to be around anymore after covid in-person stuff, not around so much. So this sounds like something that's very useful. Yay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think I think the beauty of it, right, is people are more intentional when it comes to dating. And they do like meeting people that are like-minded mm -hmm. and who can relate to them. And... With filter off, it's kind of like going on the first date before the first date. You get to have an idea of who this person is in your three-minute video chats. So before you meet up eventually in person, you can meet up on video virtually in a fashion of speed dating, and that's and that's what our and that's what filter off is all about. Now the downside to virtual events, I would think, is that you might have some less than savory people join. Because virtually, I guess the risk would be less for them than showing up in real life. So what do we do with, what do you have built for something like that? Yeah, good question. So remember, for these private events, they are private to the community. The only way you can join is if you have the unique code um, to join. 
Okay. However, if anyone does anything inappropriate, it's tied to your phone number. So we would remove them from the app so they can never use the app again. And that's what makes it advantageous. It's tied to an identity. And when people realize off the bat that it's tied to their identity, they're much less likely to do anything inappropriate or without consent. But when you say it's tied to their identity, does my identity as somebody who's using the app, is that uh, safeguarded? I mean, I'm not giving my yeah. phone number out to 100 people, right? Yeah. So it's it's all when you sign up, it'll ask you for your phone number and email. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the messaging, everything's encrypted in storage and in transit. So yeah, your other users don't know your phone number or email. You have your phone number and email, so you get the the push notification. So we have mm-hmm. your identity. Um, but yeah, so we do safeguard your data and privacy is obviously very important to us. And when you do match with someone, it's all done on the app. So you don't have to give your phone number okay. right away okay. um, in any way. You can message all within the app or video call them again on the app. So you don't have to exchange like Instagrams or phone numbers or anything like that. And you said this was also on the web, right? So it's That's a web- correct. website. So I could do my laptop, not necessarily just my phone. Oh, yes. I, I love that because some of the yeah. apps that I looked at were only on their phone. And I'm already on my, I, I like to look at things through the day and I'm already on my computer and I hate having, having to have mm-hmm. a third thing that I'm, I'm doing. So that's, I really yeah, like that. It's, it's nice too, right? Cause if you go on, let's say seven speed dates um, and each one's three minutes, it's can be a little annoying holding your phone the whole time. So it's nice. You have your work set up and you could just chill on your laptop and uh, virtual speed aid, maybe drink some wine or yeah. do whatever you'd like during it. So if I, and now I'm actually kind of interested in this idea. Yeah. A like-minded community, like let's say I wanted to set up a speed dating event for listeners of the Erotic Awakening podcast, right? Clearly Mm -hmm. they have a common interest Mm because they're all listening to the same darn podcast. Mm -hmm. What would be, now I'm not the most technical person in the world. So as the organizer, do I need to go study Unix or get a degree in DBAs <laughs> or other smart things that I've heard people say that I don't understand? No, it's actually really simple for organizers. <laughs> All you do is you fill out a form, we review it, we approve it and load it up in the app. We send you the instructions, like a YouTube video as well that you could send to your attendees. And all you need to do is just share with your audience, hey, install the filter off app, find my event, and put in the RCP code, that's it. At the end of the event, we also give all the data uh, to the organizers well, um, if they would like. So they can know who attended their event. Um, If they uh, have a business, they could uh, then reach out to them after if they have a newsletter. So it's just a really great way to connect with your audience and really just bring your community together. And it costs an arm and a leg, right? Zero. Zero. So who's it cost like zero for? As the organizer, it's not costing me anything or as the participants? It could be both. Uh, so it's up to the organizer. We've had many organizers not charge tickets or make it totally free. We don't charge the organizer. Um, we've had some organizers charge tickets. So they'll do so like on Eventbrite. And then mm-hmm. we could give the organizer unique event codes. So they're one-time use where the organizer can then send those codes when someone purchases a ticket on a platform like Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. Oh, neat. So I'm no... Um, I knew you were going to have this question. <laughs> Go ahead. Financial guru. <laughs> Is that what you thought I was going to yeah. say? Okay. <laughs> if you're doing this podcast too long, you know me too well. 
but I'm not sure that I understand your business model. Yeah. So aside from events, we also have a matchmaking service, okay. which gives you three dates based off of the different preferences that you pipe in, maybe religion, ethnicity, um, uh, your education level, et cetera, et cetera. And if you want more dates, we'll eventually roll out a freemium option so you could pay to okay. get more dates as well. Okay. So that's great that we're, as we are getting in it, at, at, I guess you're kind of at the, have you been around long at this point? Yes, we got out of beta uh, a month before the pandemic. Okay. Uh, To date, uh, we've run close to 2,000 virtual speeding events. um, Have created over 250,000 dates. We created four engagements and two marriages since the pandemic. (laughs) Nice. So it works. It works. That's fantastic. I wonder if that's what the boyfriend's son used. He met his girl somehow and they got engaged. (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) know. I am curious now. I want to know how. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, one more question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Have you, Zach, CEO and co-founder of Filter Off, gotten any dates off this thing? Yeah. I mean, I attend some of the events. I am fairly busy, so I can't obviously attend all of them. Um, or I, I don't attend private events, obviously. Uh-huh. But yeah, I've gone on dates. I've gone on many dates that I didn't like. I've gone on some dates that I've liked and then uh, went from a longer video chat and filter off. And then we took it to a, a text message. And then I've actually met a couple people as well. Very cool. Fantastic. Nice. Zach, it sounds like a fantastic uh, thing that you're doing here. I am looking forward to playing with it some more. Where can people find out more about filter off? Yeah, so you can go to your app store and type in filter off and you'll see it, iOS, Android, or if you go to the website, getfilteroff.com and click log in, you could use it as a web app. And also on the web website, you can click on run an event and that's the form to submit your event as an organizer. Very cool. Oh, I think it sounds fantastic. <laughs> Zach, it's been a pleasure to talk to you and I hope you have continued success with this app. Thank you so much. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. If you like what we're doing, head over to patreon.com, Erotic Awakening, and take a look at the options like this kind of stuff. Extra content. And more. Next Zoom meeting is February 14th. Topic is let's chat about loving power exchange. Info going out to Patreon supporters. Bye, Dan. Bye, Don. Bye, Zach. Bye, Zach.